Welcome back to the Brick House Podcast. Today you'll be hearing the sultry tones of the best music podcast in the game, brought to you by Joe Brennan, Andrew Passaro, and joining them this week, their favorite interns, Mr. Casey Wu and Mr. Tom Esposito. Kick it! Welcome back to the Brickhouse Podcast, Season 4, Episode 15. Ladies and gentlemen, we made it. It's the end, the finale, the end of things, the last one before we kick the bucket, and the whole gang's here. we got a loaded, loaded episode for you, as always. We'll hit that top of the queue. We've got a fun little game that we're going to play, as per usual. We'll present to you our presenting sponsor, and then we'll hit you with a top five. And to close Season 4, you guys submitted them. Joe and I are going to be on the throne. We're going to get roasted. But welcome back to the Brickhouse Podcast. I'm Andrew Passaro, alongside my favorite musical savant, the only person from Queens I actually trust with my life. Oh, I'm Joe. I'm Joe. And I take great pictures. <laughs> uh, you do a great job of making it look like you're about to throw up while you're taking pictures. Um, but we got Mr. Tom Esposito alongside. We've got Casey Wu alongside. Three quarters of this podcast now operates out of the borough in Brooklyn. So let's have a vote. Should Joe... Move to Brooklyn and we'll complete the final piece and have us be an entirely Brooklyn podcast. Uh, Tom, your vote. Aye. Casey, your vote. Yay. I'm going to vote aye. So the people have spoken. Joe, you are now legally required to move to Brooklyn. I, I'm just, you know, let your roommates. Ordering know. our okay. four matching Brooklyn necklaces as we speak. So, Joe. See, see, this is what you're taking away from I like us, it here Joe. in Queens. I have a backyard. I have a guard dog. Is it your backyard or is it your neighbor's backyard? The backyard in the <laughs> occupancy that I pay rent for, that I use. You don't pay rent. Maybe not money, but <laughs> I, I pay in some form of bartering. Yeah, I was going to say, do you pay rent in dollars? I think he pays rent in favors, if you know what I mean. Music favors. The reason I asked Joe that is because a couple years ago, he invited me to a barbecue at his house. That was neither a barbecue nor was it at his house. I was there for that. Was it a robbery? Yes, you were. We stole the scene. <laughs> it was close. It was. It was close. There's a low quality robbery. picture of high quality individuals. We, we broke into the shed. We started drinking beers. <laughs> we did break into the shed. I forgot about. I don't recall that. <laughs> yeah, of course you don't. Joe forgets a lot of things. All right, but let's uh, do something unforgettable. Top of the queue. Who would like to go first? I'll go first. Oldie but goodie. It was stuck in my head for no reason. Old song, great song, underrated in their own discography. Something about us by Daft Punk. Not underrated at all. Yeah, I think it's very slept on, very groovy, good summer song. Very good summer song, Tom. There goes Joe. <laughs> oh, oh, Joe's uh, showing us a Daft Punk album with his uh, terrible green screen background on. So, luckily, the the contrast and the font was was dark enough to be able to tell that's what it was and the computer just fell over the video of this is just phenomenal which is probably why we need to start joe got a new computer <laughs> he's using it to rest his old computer on top of it he's trying out the graphics yeah i bought a new computer isn't recording the season four finale on it as he, he looks like he's about to fall over trying to sit back into his chair you know what this is fo- this is phenomenal for all the for the lack of video part of the podcast for like the audio only we've we've totally lost joe's camera it looks half like like nine tenths of the screen is like a ceiling fan and the, oh there, there he comes go. he's, he's found back. him he's alive 
All right. He seems to be laughing, but we can't be sure because he's his microphone <laughs> must be off. Is not picking anything up. I'm back. I, I, there he is. He he lives <laughs> the pinnacle of professionalism as always. Red stripe in hand. All right. Yeah, yeah uh, that album's fire. <laughs> thank you for that exquisite analysis, Joe. We'll see you with that. Let's have you go next. So I listened to a lot of shit um, this past week. I really enjoyed that new DJ Premier and the Lesson GK song Boogie. There's this new song Thought Shit by Megan the Stallion. It's a it's a solid song, but let me tell you the video. Go in your room, lock your door so no one can come in, and just enjoy the the three minutes. You know, maybe watch it again and again. It should be done after twelve minutes. Cool, cool, cool. Tom, what are you listening to? You're very similar to you there, Joe. You were also listening to Thought Shit. I have been listening to <laughs> Idols cover Gang of Four's Damaged Goods, and it is a solid cover. They make it a little angrier, a little meaner. I love the original. I love this cover just as much. I like angry. That's a great choice. It's a very good choice. I guess, I guess I'm up. So top of my queue, I got three songs for you guys today. The first is all over the place on um, TikTok right now. It was my track for last Friday, and it's Time Moves Slow by Bad, Bad, Not Good. Everyone is doing the Adult Swim bumpers. They're, like, making new ones. Like, the Utah Jazz did one. I've seen ones from a bunch of really good ones on just people doing funny shit on TikTok there. I'm obsessed with these. I cannot listen. stop listening to this song. We've talked about how Bad, Bad, Not Good is always good for any situation, and this is one of those situations. The next one I found today... Uh, I didn't find it, but I'm trying to get into both of these artists for the summer. That's my goal for the summer. While we take some time off from Brickhouse, I'm going to focus in all of my attention to become a fan of Cameron and the Grateful Dead. So, so, So quite opposite ends of the spectrum, but Oh Boy by Cameron came on while I was buying stools for our live podcast on Friday. We'll talk about that in a minute, but Oh Boy, fucking incredible Cameron track. Great for the summer. And then the other track I listened to was Sugary by the Jerry Garcia Band. It's off of his live album, and um, it's that's S- Sugar and then E-E at the end of it. I think Joe's getting another record right now, probably the Cameron thing, but I really... I do have a Cameron record. But there we go. See? For that. See? That's what I, I was I was right. Are you showing us the Cameron? Joe, you, your, your camera, your background is crazy. <laughs> Thanks. You can thank Andrew. Andrew made this picture. I did. I'm proud of you, Andrew. Your uh, your photo editing is wow. That's wild. Casey's in space right now. Uh, we're all in space. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, I I totally understand if you have no idea what's going on right now. Well, you can learn about all about what goes on in the Brickhouse podcast if you come to the live podcast this Saturday. June 19th, okay? We're having a party at an undisclosed location. If you want us to disclose that, you hit us up. You've only got a day plus to listen to this before this This is going to self... self just, uh, you got about a little more than 20, 48 hours. This, this, we're going to start partying at 8.30 on Saturday night. So you've got about 48 hours to listen to this. And then uh, you're not getting invited to the live. You'll, you can meet Casey... You can meet Joe. Tom Tom is like our lone survivor that we needed to put him in a safe place where if something happens and we all die, Tom is going to carry on the Brickhouse legacy. We all can't this party's going to be fire. <laughs> I wish I could be there. I will certainly, if if the police allow you guys to throw a second one after this, I'm there. Uh, there's, so. There are rumors of one on July 16th, which uh, might be my 28th birthday. Just saying. Let's, uh, put that in your tickler file, people. No cap. I think that's what the Gen Zers say. You need to bring 28 hot dogs to 
gain admittance into that party. To which one? The the one on the one on July sixteenth. Oh yeah, twenty eight hot dogs. Yeah, that's that that's exactly right. Because we're gonna have a hot dog eating contest that I'm not gonna participate in. Oh, that's bullshit. So, uh-huh. <laughs> What's that about? That we're having a hot dog eating contest, or that you have to bring twenty eight glizzies? Oh, that Andrew's not participating. Well, Casey, you don't have to because it's our joint birthday. It's our joint birthday, so you're, you, you know, we're celebrating Casey just as much as we're, we're celebrating me. We have to participate in the hot dog eating contest. Look, I, I don't want to participate in the hot dog eating contest because if I'm going to throw up, it's because of some other substance that I'm putting in my body. Why not both? I don't know. That just seems like a lot to, like, to physically excrete from your body. You know what I mean? One of those is just liquid. The other one's kind of well, chunky. Well, I mean, it sounds like you're ready for it anyway, so you might as well just plan it accordingly. So you could you could start drinking first, and then just like oh, get really drunk and hungry. Yeah, and then just like start eating hot dogs, and that might like be to your benefit. But also, you can like just start eating hot dogs first, and then once you're done, just start drinking and then throw everything up. Interesting. Hold uh, on, I gotta. Move. Speaking of throwing up, speaking of vomiting, Andrew and I were together on Saturday and thinking about discussing. The movie The Muppets. Oh, yeah. This has nothing to do with vomit. The original one? <laughs> yeah, the original Muppets from 1949. And so, yeah, we uh, stole this question from someone else on the internet, or I did, or whatever. Anyways, you can reshoot one movie or TV series. You can only keep one human character. The rest of the show is going to be played by The Muppets. Which movie slash TV show are you choosing? Who are you keeping and why? That is the question I pose. I love this one. I'm going to jump right on it because I had a long car ride home today and I thought about this for too long. Um, I was also paying attention to when I was driving, of course. But um, uh, (laughs) I would reshoot The Godfather, The Godfather, as Muppets. And I would only keep um, Don Vito Corleone and have everyone else be Muppets. And then instead of this epic drama... It's more of like this sad man who's kind of lost his mental faculties and everyone else is a Muppet and he just thinks it's some mobster thing. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. Who is playing Michael? Ugh, Michael Corleone. Um, Which Muppet would play Michael Corleone? That is a good question. Gonzo? No, I was going to say, I feel like you have to do Kermit and that way Miss Piggy can be Kay. That's a good one. I was trying to figure out who... And then he can like marry a different frog in like... Sicily, where Michael is hiding out, and then she dies, and then Kermit comes back. And also, I just want to hear Kermit the Frog do do the point do the speech where he's talking about how they're going to kill the cop. Yeah, the Kermit. A Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Wednesday, Saturday. Yes, I think it has potential. <laughs> this is business. It's not personal. That's a great choice. That's a phenomenal choice. Thank you, Casey. I think you had one ready. What do you got? It took me a while. I was thinking of movies. I was like, all right, what movies? I, I thought of The Godfather. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I wanted to keep Marlon Brando or Al Pacino, though, as the as the human. Um, I went through Wizard of Oz, um, Titanic, maybe having the old lady as the only human. But honestly, I think the one that would be funniest and most useful and helpful to the movie would be The Ten Commandments. And just have the guy that plays Moses as uh, would be... as the lone human. Every everyone else would be a muppet. It would help the five hours go a lot faster. Although one time, a friend of mine got his wisdom teeth pulled out and came over 
was chilling at my house and he like had to take his antibiotics and his painkillers. So he like couldn't drive or anything was about to veg out and go nowhere. And he had to drink a protein shake. So I threw a brownie in it for him, blended it up. And we sat there and watched the entire Ten Commandments. It's like six hours. It's fucking great. Did you feel holier after the movie? Um, yeah, I guess so. How could you not? Did you feel closer to God? Um, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say to yourself, damn, I'm going to break some commandments now? I'm going to break some commandments? Yeah, like I'm going to break God's law. I didn't feel inclined to break God's law after the movie, no. After six hours of watching that on TV. I don't know if I've ever seen The Ten Commandments. It's really, it's really something. It's really quite a spectacle of, like, cinema. I mean, I read the book. <laughs> the Bible? <laughs> well, we had oh, to take a, a year or two semesters of theology in Scranton. So, you know, I got the, the gist. Yeah, we did read the book. <laughs> no, Spark Notes. Spark Notes. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, Joe, do you want to go, or would you like me to go? I thought long and hard about this. I would take Pineapple Express, <laughs> and I would keep Craig Robinson, <laughs> Matheson. And Matheson. <coughs> Matheson. Yeah, I think he knew we were coming. They're not here, Ted. I think I would have Gonzo as Red. Who would you, Who would Kermit be? Would Kermit be... Uh, Kermit would be um, James Franco. James Franco, and probably Fozzie Bear as... <laughs> Miss Piggy would be uh, Seth Fozzie Rogen's Bear. 18-year-old girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> Fozzie Bear is Seth Rogen. Oh my God, that's so good. Um, I came up with uh, I came up with a good one. I think um, I went with the the masterpiece by Quentin Tarantino, Pulp Fiction, and I only want to keep Samuel L. Jackson. And that way, we could have Kermit be uh, John Travolta. Uh, John Travolta. Miss Piggy would be Uma Thurman. Um, which means we'd get to have um, uh, Miss Piggy bla- blacking out on on heroin or or almost dying on heroin, and then the needle injection. And you also, more importantly, would get Kermit talking about the Royale with cheese scene. And you know what they call a, a, a quarter pounder with cheese uh, in Paris? They don't call it a quarter pounder with cheese. I mean, they got the metric system. They wouldn't know what the fuck a quarter pounder is. And what do they call it? They call it the Royale with cheese. Royale with cheese. That's right. Who plays Marvin? <laughs> That's a good... <laughs> I don't know. Also, great question. Yeah. Who plays the wolf at the end? Like, who's going to play um, Harvey Keitel's character? I would love one of the old men that just um, insult everybody else. Yeah, I, the old yeah, the old guys would be it. The real question is who plays Marcellus Wallace? I think you have who's the giant big guy with that's like the red that's really furry and he's like super big and has the big mouth. Or you do the bald eagle, the eagle guy. What does Marcellus Wallace look like? I think I think it'd be the Yeah, eagle. yeah, the bald eagle. I know what you're talking about. We probably should have looked up all of them. Uh, Sam the Eagle. <laughs> before doing yeah, this. Sam the Eagle would be Marcellus Wallace. I could see Animal going nuts in the backseat and then Kermit just blowing his brains out. <laughs> <laughs> or you know who would make a good wolf? Uh, the Swedish chef. <laughs> <laughs> who would play Quentin Tarantino himself, too? Because uh, he's, he's the guy whose house that they go to. Yeah, who has the gourmet, the gourmet shit. Um, maybe... maybe Beaker? I could see Tarantino being like a beaker, kind of like a skinny, tall, 
nerdy. I'll show you my screen here for a yep, second. Yep. Yep. Yeah, there you go. There you go. That kind of looks like Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, well, that was a... Uh, uh, <laughs> this was, these were all great ones. If you guys want to send us yours, feel free. Uh, hit that hotline, 917-740-6429. It's time for our presenting sponsor. <laughs> is that a banana in your bartender's pocket? Or is he happy to see you? Banana! Casey, you're looking a little scurvy. Here, eat this papaya. How about them apples? The new craze that's flipping fruit stands left and right. Introducing... The Brickhouse Podcast Produce. Get nourished, boys. Brickhouse Podcast Produce is not liable if you become sick or injured or die while eating our food. We are not responsible for choking hazards. Do not let your children eat Brickhouse Podcast Produce. This is for 18 and older only. Do not eat Brickhouse Produce if you've been pregnant or plan to become pregnant. Brickhouse Podcast is only for you on a Friday when you're driving to the The Brickhouse Podcast is not liable if you get caught eating it and drinking it while you're at the bar. We're not responsible for that bar fight you got into. We're not responsible if you blacked out that night. Brickhouse Podcast will not be paying your bar tab. We are not paying child support. The Brickhouse Podcast will not be paying child support. Amen. Fuck child support. Fuck you, Kyle. We hate child support. All right, well, thank you to uh, Brickhouse Podcast Produce for sponsoring this week of on the podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram to support our great sponsors at Brickhouse Pod, at Andrew Pissarro, at Ba-da-da-da-da-da, at Tespo92, at Cheesy Casey Dilla for the whole, the whole, for the whole group here. And uh, Joe, I believe you had a take that you were you've been sitting on and working on, and, and you had an opinion that you wanted to bring to the podcast. I have a hot take right here. As you can see, I'm on fire. Literally. Here it goes. Smooth electronic music, also known as chill, will be the smooth jazz bullshit that our kids hate. When you say the jazz that we hate. Are you talking about the like the one that's on in the elevator, the one that's on in like Correct. the dentist's office? Correct. That like, like kind of a mayonnaise style jazz that like no one our age wants to listen to. You want to listen to it. Our kids are going to hate? Yes, I am hating. I want to listen to you it. You want to listen to mayonnaise jazz? Yeah, I love mayonnaise jazz, bro. That shit is mind numbing. Jazzy mayonnaise is pretty good, man. Don't don't sleep on jazzy mayonnaise. That's where you put the ketchup in there. And you add a little bit of the, of the other sauce and a little bit of extra spices, and you, you you make your own like holiday sauce. Jazzy, jazzy mayonnaise. Don't don't sleep on that. That's you know what I mean. Music. That's our next music sponsor. is art, and art is what it means to you. And mayonnaise jazz means the world to me. I love mayonnaise I love jazz. I love mayonnaise jazz more than mayonnaise. I don't know. I like mayo. Tom. I love mayonnaise. I fuck with mayonnaise. Uh, I mean, I could do a mayo. I could do a mustard ketchup. Mix a little ketchup and mustard together. Durkies, if you're down south, durkies is like, I could do durkies. But as for mayonnaise jazz. Is that, someone take a duty in your turkey sandwich? Is no. it durkey? I could, <laughs> just a solid no. I could do a mayonnaise jazz. I will pivot back here for just a second, though. I think that this, you know, the electronic of today will not be the jazz for what jazz is where we are right now, only because I think artists in the past benefited more from being able to not having as many ways to getting their final product online, right? You almost kind of lose this electronic, all this electronic beats on all these different platforms, SoundClouds. It all kind of gets lost in the noise to some degree. Now, granted, the best of the best might rise its way up, but for me, there's something that, you know, you're having some friends over for a low-key night, you pick up a jazz record. There's something that, you know, hitting 
hitting play on SoundCloud just doesn't do it for me. I think live jazz is going to make a comeback. I'm talking about butt jazz. I'm not, I'm not talking about like Miles Davis, John Coltrane, Bill Evans, Gil Evans, like shit like that. Like that's the cream of the crop like any time of year, 50 years from now, people listen. I'm talking about like that 80s, 90s, early 2000s, like boring ass smooth jazz that they would play on the Wall Street floor in the elevators. Dentist office. Yes. Dentist yes, office. Dentist office, hold music, elevator is what the jazz he's discussing. And to some extent, I think that's already... I was in the dentist recently, and I heard, like, a more chill version of Titanium. I heard a more, like, slowed down, relaxing, like, I'm going to show this to my kid who's not, like, pounding vodka Red Bulls at the club at 2.30 in the morning trying to... Yeah. I've already heard that. It's out there. I don't care for it, but it exists. And I, I see what you're saying. I just feel like it's going to get forgotten. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think I think you're going to find something else to put in your corporate dentist office that is we're going to they're going to find the next thing. You know what I mean? They're going to like electronicize country and and do that instead. I don't know. I I feel like every 10 years they flip up what they put on the dentist office. So I don't know. I don't I don't know if it's going to survive the boring. Like, I also haven't heard electronic music as hold music yet so maybe maybe there's still a chance did your dentist find any cavities the last time i went no i worked in a dentist office for quite a few years four or five years and uh he used to have either q1043 on or z100 and he would get mad if the girls like uh any of the assistants would change it to a hip-hop station but (laughs) i I would too, and like I would tell them to once in a while to change it, and I would take the blame for it because it was worth it. Because every once in a while, it would, it would just be too much of this. Because you know how 104.3 plays the classics, and it was the same 25 songs. You hear Hotel California every two hours. They're yeah. like legally required to play yeah. every two hours. You can only listen to the same shit so many times, five days a week. It's not all dental office has have the Mayo Jazz. But sometimes I, I would have preferred to, to listen to that than Warren Zevon. I've heard good things about Warren Zevon's other discography that isn't Werewolves of London. He has other songs. Apparently they're pretty good. My mom's a fan. I, I only know Werewolves of London, which is... But even that, that's, that's a bomb-ass song. That song needs to be played outside of just Halloween time. Like that song should that's like one of those songs that you could play any day, any place, any time, and I feel like people only play it from like October 1 until... Until end of, uh, until Halloween's over. It's the, end the other world. one, disorder in the house. I just have them ingrained in my memory from a young age. That's probably why yeah, I'm not that. a fan of them. But aware, fucking Mayo Jazz. That's why Mayo Jazz is just numbing. You put it on and you just melt into nothingness, into space. You get one eye. For those of you who can't see Casey right now, he's an alien in space. So. Just uh, letting you, letting everyone who's listening along at home. All right, and it's uh, in that time of the episode for us to do our top five of the episode. We are officially in the summer season. It's hot. It's actually not that hot today. Today was okay, but it's very hot in New York. It's gross. New York summers are back. I haven't been to the beach yet. I'm working on it. Probably not going to happen for another couple of weeks, but beach trip is very much needs to happen. So that said, top five summer accessories. Tom, you take it away. 
I'll start it. I'll start it. I don't mind here. All right, number five. The pants with zippers that become shorts. <laughs> Sometimes it's cold in the mornings, hot in the afternoons. Listen, versatility is key. Um, number four, a beer koozie. Because got to keep that beer cold when you're outside at the summer barbecue. Number three, sunscreen. SPF 50, white as hell. All right, no more. Number two, Birkenstocks. It's a Birkenstock summer here, and I don't care what anyone says. I love these shoes. Shout out Katie for buying them for me. Number one. What kind of Burks are we rocking? I got like legit, I don't know, just the leather Burks. I heard they're comfy as shit. They are. I have flat feet and they do wonders. Because they have the ones that are like, like it's a sandal and they, I have the other ones that almost look like a slipper. Okay, I got the sandal, the sandal one. Okay, the sandals. Okay. Sandal one. There are and people then, who wear the Boston's ones and they only use them as a house shoe. No, no, no. I'm, I'm yeah. taking these out, so... Took them to the grocery store today. They were great. Mm-hmm. And number one, sunglasses. Listen, you need your shades. Need your shades. Number one. Joe, what do you got? All right, starting at number five, uh, sunblock. As Tom said, white as hell. Sunburn, they fucking hurt. I would like to be more tan, but I'm not I'm not dealing with the pain anymore. And melanoma, that's not cool either. So fuck skin cancer. Number four, uh, lightweight boxers. These are essential because nobody wants swamp ass. It is very easy to get swamp ass in the summer, especially if you have that thick boxer brief cotton. So get some. Also, if you have a dump truck of an ass. Yeah, or if you have a large ball sack, uh, uh, which I may or may not have. So I'm a baller. So, Joe, which, <laughs> which of those things do you have? <laughs> the heavyweight cotton boxers, the very the large sack, or the dump truck of an ass? Uh, all of the above. <laughs> no sweaty balls this summer. Number three, I like those leather loafers. There's nothing like having a nice, clean foot inside a, a dirty three-year-old leather Colhan loafer while you're walking around Brooklyn getting Brooklyn dirt inside your shoes. It looks nice. Joe to Brooklyn confirmed. <laughs> Joe's loafers to Brooklyn. Yes. Always. Number two, Gatorade is very important because summer hangovers are worse than winter hangovers because you're dried out from the sun. So you got to get those electrolytes in your system. Don't feel like a dried out flip flop. Can I put you on to something? Sure. All right. Not that I don't love a Gatorade when I'm very hungover, but my go-to beverage, my beverageino to say for when I'm hungover now, if available, anything by Body Armor because it's got coconut water in there, coconut milk in there too. Or coconut water in there too, so it's got extra nutrients, and it um has a bu- it has like a ton of potassium and other like actual shit that helps you recover faster than, um, Gatorade. So I'm not saying we need to get that was a free plug by the way to Body Armor. They have really cool flavors too, like strawberry, banana. This is not an ad. There's a tropical one that I that's orange that I really like. There's a berry one that's very good. I'm, I'm big and I'm big on those. So that's that's. Okay, I'll stop. I got my number one, right? Mm-hmm. All right, number one. My plethora collection of Hawaiian t-shirts. Uh, you got to wear Hawaiian shirts. Um, we're not boogaloos on this podcast. If you don't know what a boogaloo is, that's good. Don't look it up. Uh, yeah, we just like wearing Hawaiian shirts, especially me. Gets to the Italian chest hair showing. I know I look Irish in the face, but my chest is definitely Italian. <laughs> And there you go, my top five. The visual we didn't need. <laughs> Big ball sacks and hairy chests. 
<laughs> Casey, what Space do you got underwear. for top five? All right, number five, I got a backpack to hold all my shit. To hold all of my summer accessories. Backpack could honestly be Classic. number one. That's how important it is. But just just mm. to to get you set up, pretty much everything fits in the backpack. But uh, sunglasses. I have glasses, so sunglasses are a little further down the list. But prescription sunglasses are hard to beat. Number three, a cooler. It's fucking getting hot out there, man. And it's it's about to get hotter for longer, so... Load that shit up with ice, throw everything in there, get loaded, stay cool, hydration. Spoiler alert. Number two, sunblock. I also burn. I'm sensitive-ass skin. I'm a sensitive-ass dude. Number one, bottled water. Nothing better. Ooh, bottled water, bottled water. Are you pulling spring guy? Absolutely. Check me out right here. I got, I got, it a, I got one kicked right here. I got another one right here. This is a really big day for brands. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to say, no free ads, but for today. Do you not fuck with New York drinking water? I drink the tap. I drink tap water, but I'm on the go. Like, when I'm out, like, you need water. I love that you can go into a bodega, grab a bottle, just, like, look the guy in the eye, put a dollar down, and just keep walking out. That's, like, one of my favorite New York bodega things of all time. Um, all right, my my top five list. Are you guys ready for this? Let's hear it. Hit it. This is kind of a two for one here. The chair that you can put on your back that you go to the beach with, the like the like the folding summer chair. Some of those have some of those have coolers in them. So the two for one. I think it's Tommy Bahama, but like, but yeah. That shit. That's a top five accessory right there. Whether you're going to the barbecue or you're just going to your friend's roof to like catch some rays, you got everything you need. Number two, Joe said it, Hawaiian shirts or as they're also known, camp collars. The button-down short sleeve look. I've literally been spending so much money on these shirts. More money than it is socially acceptable. Like I bought a $200 plus camp collar shirt and I regret absolutely nothing. Just wait. Uh, what? Uh-oh. You'll see. You'll know. Oh, Just God. mark that for later. <laughs> oh, God. I'm worried. Oh, no. Number three, the grill. You know what? I'm going to show up with this small, this small uh, little um, little guy grill that I can um, – the charcoal grill. I'm going to show up with a small one. It's an accessory. Number two, I'm surprised this one didn't get put on anybody else's list. The small Bluetooth speakers you can bring everywhere that you, oh, you can yeah. instantly start a party with. You got to have those. That's a good call. You got to have those. And number one, sunglasses. That's wait. We are we are a pro sunglasses podcast. I'm a very pro Respect. sunglasses person. It's all about the sunglasses. Do you wear your sunglasses at night? Uh yeah, I do because I drink till the fucking sun comes up. They say the sun never sets on cool. Amen to that. I'm still waiting for the sun to rise. Then <laughs> I'm gonna put my sunglasses on because we're about to do some things. I I feel like um about to get a little fiery. Uh, yeah, well, I was gonna say, uh, are you guys familiar with the f- the film Big Daddy? Oh my God, it's my favorite oh, yes. Adam Sandler movie. I think where Cole slash Dylan Sprouse is uh, only comfortable around certain people if he wears the sunglasses that everyone thinks that he's invisible. Hip hopopotamus, of course. Continue. Of course, yes. So that's why my sunglasses are on, just in case I feel a little sensitive when uh, you guys roast the podcast to close the season. Thank you guys for submitting some roasts. Tom, Casey, thank you guys for being a part of the podcast. Thank you to all thank the you. bands and artists who joined us for season four. Best season yet, I will say. 
Thank you to Joe. I love you. Shout out Lauren for helping us achieve our dreams MVP. in a bigger way than we are currently Thank doing. Thank you, Lauren. Yeah, seriously. You, Kevin Durant once Most said it. Most valuable you, producer. Yeah, you the real MVP. That being said, let's let's wrap the season up. Roast us. All right. I'm going to fire one off here. Andrew, if you spent half as much money on this pod as you do on your clothes, Brickhouse would be on the moon by now. <laughs> I had that written before you mentioned clothes. <laughs> Joe, you're late to tape every pod and still unprepared. You're essentially Bill de Blasio, only with a better taste in music. <laughs> That's good. I'm crying. Okay. All right. I'm going to read one or two. I'm going to read the first two of the Instagram ones, and then I'll pass it over to Casey here. All right. Well, here we go. Um, title fight called... They don't want your pain anymore. <laughs> the, uh, that was from Brian Stemweed. Stemweed. Stemweed yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. Next one here yeah. from Lil Brune XO. I'm trying to think of a good <laughs> roast, but I can't stop thinking about how Andrew is a crybaby. Um, <laughs> I had one more. I didn't really flesh this one out too well. Joe, your haircut averaged more viewers than this pod. Let's cut it again. <laughs> that's a good segue into my roast because my roast for both of you guys involves uh that haircut it's joe you're a piece of shit barber and you suck at cutting hair and andrew you're the proof <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's, that's all casey I, I, you gotta take those last three in the group chat there <laughs> Yeah. All right, let's see. Wait a second. Hold on. Hold on. I gotta find them. Mysterious user number one. Two average white guys ripping off high fidelity, giving mildly music takes and talking about college. That's about, that's about right. Little do they know. Right. Setting the world on fire. Unknown user number two. You have tiny ass nipples. <laughs> I think that's towards you, Andrew, because my nipples are normal size. No, you're normal. Your nipples are a little large. If you had to pick next Brickhouse uh, poll that you put up should be, if you had to pick one person in the Brickhouse cast to have salami nipples, who would have the salami nipples? And you know what? I've seen Joe's nipples, and I would still pick Joe. Mysterious user number three. You might be a Brickhouse host if you drop 1.5K on a guitar but can't quote-unquote afford cell data. Cell data or cell phone? Kids walking around with an iPod Touch connected to Wi-Fi. Guys, with that said, but we love you boys so much. We love all you do for this podcast. We love this podcast. So we, these these come from a place of you know of just love and respect for both of you and this show. So please, I love you. I love you. I love your 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 terrible haircut efforts and the terrible results <laughs> it, it hurt Casey, <laughs> let me tell you. that was great honestly it was as good as a job as joe could do which is not very good <laughs> i love you guys too hope you answer i'm walking away from this laughing and joe, joe's been quiet we're all gonna not wake up tomorrow <laughs> I know where you guys live. <laughs> well, we got Burham Hill, we got D Heights, and we I know where you live, Andrew. Yeah, but you have to figure out which way is flushing to get home so you can't kill me. I'm going to give you my address 
so you could come fight me, but really I'm going to give you my neighbor's address. Oh, there we go. There we go. That's the start of season five of Brick House. Joe fighting every single person on this podcast in a boxing match. Let's start selling the paper right now. I'll start prepping. Yeah, I have to start training now. Before we close the pod, thank you to everybody who's made some time to listen to us. You could listen to any podcast or song in the world. You show us to listen to us. We love you. Thank you so much. We will release the live tape, assuming it goes well. So (laughs) if you can't attend, be on the lookout for that. You should try to attend just in case it doesn't go well. Might, yeah, I would definitely be there. Being there is definitely going to be better. Thank you all for listening. Until next time. If you like shit shows, June 19th, come through. <laughs>